Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our continuous coverage of the Amazing Race season 34, 34, I think, for Mega Leg. Another Mega Leg. We thought we had it on whatever episode last time, but we're back. Another Mega Leg. Um, still awaiting that long awaited challenge. Uh, scramble challenge that we <laughs> talked so much about at the beginning we're out there we're got another mega leg this time we're in spain we got um what i thought was a good leg but not a lot of memorable characters this time or or so we think uh but we have an episode to talk about i'm rossi and i'm here with the uh i don't know it's quite jared you're here yeah it's, it's it's good to be back keeping the uh the tradition alive as we head into spain yeah, another mega leg. Were you surprised? Did you expect it? Did, did you was that in the previews? I, I don't really see previews, so um, I'm not sure if it was. I was a little bit surprised. It's the mega legs are interesting this season. It's almost like there's there's no non-elimination legs, so the way we're gonna get around that is through a mega leg. Which to me, I'm like, this is basically just like a non-elimination leg with like the caveat of like continue racing. So um. Uh, I suppose, like, at least, like, it's advanced, It's announced early on, so the teams know, but um, I was fine with it. I thought it was a fairly solid leg. Yeah, I felt like this was a good leg. I really enjoyed the challenges. I felt like, um, I mean, the detour was a little, like, meh, but I thought mm. that it was still, like, fun challenges. There was, like, stuff to do in between. Like, I felt like, you know, bike riding, that's, like, yes, it's just a transportation means to get to and from, like, a taxi or a car. But it still brought challenges. It brought, uh, you know, surprises and twists. So I thought I thought it was a really good leg. And we'll obviously have to see, like we said when we last covered the last mega leg, obviously so much of this hinges on how the rest of it goes. Um, mm. So we'll have to really see next episode of how this gets treated. Um, so for this leg, they start at the top of this, like, huge, like, castle or something. And I was like, why do they have to do our poor girl Emily like that? <laughs> They didn't have to start there. This was, yeah, this was so messed up. I'm like, you know that she's struggling. And I get that things are kind of planned in advance, but it's just the starting spot. You could have started anywhere. And obviously, like, they got the teams up there somehow. I don't know if they had to walk up themselves or, like, I don't know, golf buggy, elevator, this, that, whatever else. But I'm like, surely you could have just come up with like a different thing the fact that they hindered her so early on in this leg as well i'm just like this is just not fair yeah they're like doing that like evil like hand like like fingers coming together motion Mm -hmm. of like how can we make her life miserable (laughs) 
Um, yeah, it was not a good look. And everyone kept saying, oh, poor Emily, she's got to do this. Um, and like you said, they 100% walked up it the first time. Mm. Like, so they already like disadvantaged her. And that's like not even being reported on the show because they're not going to show that. I mean, sometimes I'm surprised they didn't. They might, they should have. Um, but yeah, like she was screwed. Start like minute zero. Mm. Like, and I was like, oh, I felt so bad. And like she, uh, Molly was like, can we jog? And she's like, nope. It was just like not a good look for her. Yeah, they could have at least done her solid and like split these five teams up into like three leaving groups so that they weren't. Like, if they're going to make her walk all the way down this place, don't put her in the back group when they finish, like, third. Like, just just do something to help her out. You know, or, like, maybe, oh, thought. I mean, this is kind of, like, sucky. But, like, the team who finished closer to the back starts at the top, and the further you finish, the closer you are to the ground or something. Mm. Yeah, there's a thought. Like, so whoever started first, they were at the bottom, and, like, the last team was at the top or something. Maybe. I don't know. It's just a thought. Like... But yeah, she was so screwed. Uh, and this is like a theme for the whole episode. Like this is going to track through the whole episode for her. Mm-hmm. Um, which we knew was coming. We said this episode ago when she first mentioned it. Um, but she's holding her own. I was surprised at how well she managed this episode. Considering, you know. Yeah, I was worried. I just remember from like, they didn't, I don't think they touched on the mega leg in the preview. But like the preview was like very much like dedicated to like Emily's like leg. Um, and I, like, to the point where I was like, are they going to, like, pull out of this episode? Are they going to be medically evacuated? Like, that was the vibes that I was getting. Um, so the fact that she manages to kind of, like, make it through this leg, which was arguably the most strenuous, like, on her leg of, like, the entire season, um, is, is impressive. Yeah, like, credit to her. Obviously, we still have more to go, and they're probably going to be biking, um, even more. So, um. Let's talk about the first challenge, which was after they get off this huge freaking uh, castle, the roadblock, which I thought was a really cool challenge. It's that sort of attention to detail, but it was just a unique format and um, presentation. So essentially, they had to sort of recreate this famous painting by Picasso, but they're only given like the layers and they've got to figure out which way it goes and everything based on the example. I thought this was a super cool challenge. Um, much better than some of the attention to details that we've got. Um, you can't brute force this. You've got to just figure it out on your own. Yeah, this was this was great. The, to me, like this is like the highlight of the episode because I think we mentioned before that you'll get certain challenges where there's no chance to like overtake teams in and out. This one, like everyone was there at the same time. Uh, like it, it's not like the order changed dramatically, but um. It really could have, like, the team that came in there, like, Emily and Molly getting their last, they could have, like, left first. Everyone was still there. Like, if they'd been able to, like, just smash it out, they could have got out of there first. So this was, like, a good level of difficulty, I think. Um, and, yeah, a, a fun kind of kind of twist, like you say, on, like, the attention to detail. I kind of liked that they had to work with, like, a random, like, person helping them out. Um, I like that the reference board was like far away, so they had to like run back to it back and forth was good as well. Um, yeah, everything about this I think was kind of spot on. And it's not something like uh, you can memorize. You can't like necessarily memorize what you need to do because you're looking at the completed and you're only getting bits and pieces. So it's not like you can like in that um, pressed challenge earlier mm. in the season, you can't brute force it like that. 
you've got to like really pay attention. You got to really note down all that stuff. And so, mm. yeah, I, I think what just, yeah, mm. I think what worked well um, was the fact that there were just so many possible combinations here because it wasn't even like just get the panels in the right order. It was these are square panels. Like which way is up? Which way is down? Which is left? Which is right? Because yeah, we we just saw like a whole mix of like teams with the panels in the wrong order, teams that had like a panel upside down. There was so much and even like the like completed version like it was understandable that the teams could have it wrong and it still kind of looked right because it was like because it was picasso and abstract it was just a really smart way to, to do the challenge and the fact that the painting itself was in color and they were working in sort of like not necessarily black and white but it was more muted it wasn't mm. as obvious of what panels were what colors so you really had to focus and pay attention. Uh, some of the highlights, I, I thought it was so fun seeing Michelle talk to his Spanish to the guy the whole time. Um, I just thought it was like a fun detail for them. Mm -hmm. They, they I mean, Louis and Michelle really um, celebrating the fact that they're in Spain, like flaunting their language abilities as much as they could. Yeah, they were having great. such a great time this entire leg. Yeah, it's like no stress for them. They were living, they were on it's like a, mm. like a fun trip. And obviously, it was so great to see uh, Emily just, like, knock it out. Like, obviously, you're so worried. Like, she's, like, physically struggling at the start of the leg. And you're, like, they talk about how she's got to do the roadblocks. So you're, like, oh, this is not a good sign. It's, like, not physical, but it's a mobile challenge. Like, it's not like mm. she's sitting. So, like, you're just, I was just so worried that she was going to get, you know, last in, last out. But she managed to at least bump up one spot. So, yeah. No, it was it was um nice to have a bit of confirmation too that like the roadblock block rule is still kind of I suppose somewhat in place with them having to do a an equal number because um, we were questioning like early on when like when Linton and Sharik were like four to like zero and um so yeah it's it's nice that we've got that confirmation and I think yeah initially I was like oh like really getting her to do this but you don't really know I suppose what's coming in the later half of the mega leg so that the fact that yes it was mobile but i suppose it wasn't the most mobile challenge you could have was probably smart to put her in yeah and they're both smart so i feel like it was mm -hmm. a puzzle as well so she could have figured it out and she did so it was good to see um did you catch all the like tourists showing up in the challenge and mm -hmm. just like stopping and taking yeah. pictures yeah, I just remember that was so, just so many people out and about this like entire episode. Yeah, it was ran like so random. Like, like they were just like running all over the place. I don't know. It's just it's so unique. I feel like I don't. I, we don't see that that often. Mm. But yeah, this was like the highlight of the episode. Obviously, or highlight of this part of the leg. Um, obviously, like the mega legs, we're gonna get kind of stuck on a cliffhanger at the end of like we're not really sure what's gonna happen the rest of this leg. You know. The two teams are still there doing the detour. So, but yeah, this was such a highlight of this first part of the episode of this episode and kind of a buzzkill to get to the rest because this is just so good. Mm. Um, but I think there was still fun to be had. Like teams had to get to this, like get on bikes to go to this, like, was it Il Cubo? They were calling mm -hmm. it, <laughs> um, which is such a cool thing. Like I thought that was so cool. Um, like the structure and i uh don't know how teams didn't understand that that was what they were looking for but um oh. 
I feel like me, El Kubo is pretty obvious. Yeah, screaming at the screen when Emily and Molly like go past, like way too invested in them as a team. And then one of them was like, "Do you like? Do you think it's this on the right?" I'm like, "Yeah, El Kubo could possibly be the giant cube." You're like, "Do you, do you think maybe that's what you're looking for?" And like, no, it's meant to be on the left. Like it was so so frustrating. But uh, like you say, it was just fun to have teams have like a different mode of transport here. You got so much like self-driving all the time and like we even get that like later in the leg when they're leaving the detour we're back to kind of self-driving um but to have them on the bikes for a change it was just it was fun and it was interesting yeah it was such a fun like uh you know twist of like the episode of self-navigation like it's not just cars you can use bikes as well Mm. um i mean poor emily getting even screwed more of like like she can't just sit in the back seat no she's got Mm. a bike yeah they really were like trying to get rid of her this episode. <laughs> um, but the, some of the things that came up during this whole thing, uh, we talked about Claire being a almost professional athlete at rugby. Uh, that is not Derek. Derek is probably the most accident prone. He talks about being PTSD triggered from like falling off a bike before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, they're so fun. I, I like, even this is like, they made like a moment that's nothing so fun and enjoyable. Like, they're just great, great entertainment, great value. Mm-hmm. There were some, yeah, there were some good moments with them on the bikes. There were some good moments as well with uh, Aubrey and David, where she's like, she's taking in the view and then she's getting in his way and then he has to pass her and they had like a little spat. I was hoping it was going to turn into something bigger. Um, but like there were still shades there of like the drama, like, come on and like blow up, like have this moment. But, um, yeah, the the bikes is just like we said a, a good twist, and we able to see some fun kind of interactions uh, in amongst the teams. You know, like Derek's going too slow, so Claire's like, "I'm just gonna go ahead." Like, you can't lead. Um, and yeah, like I was like, "Oh, she's Aubrey's coming out," and then she was just like, she was in too mm. too good a mood to yeah. like. That's the problem. She was just like so happy. Um, and Louis and Michelle were going crazy. They were go- like having a blast. Like it was just such a fun break from the continuous like car coverage we get throughout the season Hmm. so it was nice um but teams eventually get to kubo um and william molly took a little longer Uh, but then it's the clue for the detour which is the fish fry where they fry the fish over the boat um unique tradition or custom or the sailboat supply where they have to deliver um like gear to the to the boat on paddleboard um not the most engaging uh, challenges visually or, you know, from a TV perspective, but I thought that there was enough, like, complications and problems that showed up that I was, like, invested, if that if that tracks. Yeah, I think there was enough steps in the cooking challenge to make it kind of interesting. Um, I'm really glad that Lewis and Michelle did the paddleboard because I really thought to be I mean, like no one's going to do that like why would you even if ahead of time you thought yeah I'm going to pick this when you got there like a scene or two I'd be like no like let's let's cook some fish for six minutes rather than trying to like paddle this stuff out to the boat and potentially capsizing on the way there um so I'm glad that we got both and to me like the the paddleboard was like definitely like the more interesting of the two to watch well yeah I mean the drama of the fish was that Claire didn't salt them or something or she yeah, wouldn't touch it yeah. like there was not that much drama there 
teams just struggled, but it was sort of that was that's a brute force challenge. Like once you figure out the the patterns and the methods and the the systems or whatever, you're gonna get it. Like mm. you could struggle all day to get the paddle board. Like I I do think that there is like a level of difficulty that you just can't get in the future if you're not good at it or or just not suited for something like that. Um, yeah, and and the judging too. Like I mean, we we see towards the end like Emily and Molly get turned down. But we don't see anybody else kind of get turned out, and it doesn't didn't look like their fish was like amazingly kind of perfect, you know. So I think they were like a little bit more lenient on this um, in terms of judging the food. Another like hard problem of this fish challenge was last season we got such good food challenges. Like we were so blessed last season with the the rolling of the the leaves or whatever. Mm-hmm. The um, souvlaki challenge um and what was the other one that oh i just forgot it the cheese yes the was cheese. that last season yeah yeah like we were just so blessed last season that it's a little bit of a letdown this time mm, the fact too that like afterwards like they didn't i mean derek took a bite out of it but like they didn't have to like eat anything afterwards or there was no kind of like fun like flourish on the end um i think it was like a bit of a letdown too yeah, there's nothing fun. Um, and especially if you're, like, grossed out by it. You're like, I don't want to eat this. And they, it, it just, it didn't settle. Um, but I, I was so on board with Claire and, and I think Emily and, like, Aubrey, who was, like, grossed out by the mm. fish. That would have been me, 100%. I don't know if you share the same sentiments as someone who would like to be on the race, but... Yeah, I feel like, I, I mean, in, in the moment, I feel like I could do it, but I, like, simulate just, like, the texture and, like, the smell. Although somebody said, like, that it didn't smell. So, like, that to me would have been, like, okay, like, I can I can do this. To me, seafood, it's more like, you know, the, the smell and the texture. Yeah, it, it, it looked gross. Um, the other side of the detour, um, they had to, like, blow up the paddle board, uh, which just seemed like a physical thing, get through it. Um and then transport the stuff. Obviously, the biggest challenge comes from getting past the break point of the waves. Mm. Um, and Lewis and Michelle, like, that was their biggest struggle, for sure. Um, and, like, if you didn't have enough ice or something, you'd have to go back. Um, but I was so confused by, like, the music, because they, like, brought the ice, but then they gave back the bucket. And I was like, oh, they didn't get it all? I was just so confused by what happened. Yeah, this was... It was just confusing throughout. Like, they kind of explained bits and pieces on how, like, like, I'm glad they explained you don't need all the ice, just enough, because you obviously see the moment where, like, they lose, like, in my mind, like, a fair bit of it uh, in, in like, the breaking section of, like, the waves. Um, but, yeah, to me it was just, yeah, it was odd that they didn't just, I'm like, you've gone all the way out there with this cooler and then you have to bring it back. Like, it was just weird to me. I'm like, okay, so you could have just taken them, like, bagged ice then if they didn't want the cooler as well. Like, it just didn't make that much logical sense. Granted, I mean, are you really going to be delivering this stuff on a paddleboard normally? Um, But it was just odd, too, that they didn't get the clue, like, from the boat. The fact that they had to bring the cooler back and and hand that off to get the clue to me was just weird. I'm like, just give them, like, a waterproof, like, postcard at the boat. Yeah, really confusing. Um... We talked a little bit before we got on. Uh, your thoughts on the party people on the boat? 
They were all right. I think I preferred the locals on shore. I don't know. Something about the party people on the boat was just, like, a little bit, like, creepy and cringe, like, with, like, the old guy and then the two, like, younger girls. But, um, I mean, if he's has enough money to pay for the boat and they're living it up, like, good for them. But, I mean, they were fun. They're having a good time. I liked that they were, like, shouting out, like, enjoy the city, like, this, that, whatever else. And it was fun to have, like, Louis and Michelle, like, speaking to everybody in Spanish. Um which was cool as well. Also, the the eight life jackets thing for like a three people on a boat. I don't, not quite sure I understand that, but um, you know. No, I like the idea of like going on like paddleboard to bring ice and like a ridiculous. I got just like the like oversized. They like Amazing Race loves the small like vehicle, oversized equipment like mm. transport. Like we saw the bike where they, like, stack all this stuff in, like, the Asian countries. They'll throw all the gear on the back of the bike or something like that or overload the truck with food or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they love this mm. kind of challenge. So I just thought it was in that vein. And I thought it was it was fun to have, like, should have been the 10 or more, like, give them a yeah. bunch of life jackets and overload it. I suppose they were hoping that, like, to me, like, thinking about it, they're probably hoping that a team miscounts and doesn't bring the right amount. Um but yeah, make the boat more of a party boat if you, if you're delivering eight life jackets, I think. Yeah, I just thought I thought I thought it was fun. And I love the people on the boat. I think it was helped because it was Lewis and Michelle. I don't see mm. um Marcus and Michael having the same energy or you know, bringing the same out of them. I just thought that it was because of them that like Lewis and Michelle really brought out yeah. the fun and energy of everyone. Uh, and like obviously they were able to communicate in Spanish and stuff like that. So I just thought I thought that they, their attitude was great. Um, even on the beach when they were like like getting everyone to hype them up, I thought they were they were so fun. They were so fun throughout this whole episode. Yes, I, I loved um, Lewis's comments about how like of course like they're cheering us on. It's exciting and interesting. It was like cooking. Like that's that's not interesting. Why would they be cheering for that? <laughs> yes, yeah, surprised they put that in. Uh, Again, it's like a knock against production. But I, yeah, no, they were so fun. I enjoyed watching them this challenge. And, and like I, like you said, I was glad that someone did this side of the detour. Because mm. when I saw them, I was like, who's going to do that? That seems so effort, so much effort. Um, but really, they, they were, I feel like they were equal ish in time. I feel like there was, once, if you got it first try, I feel like it was equal in time. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's hard to tell with edit, but I thought it was pretty fair in terms of the requirements of time. Yeah. Um, and then pretty much it settles with like um, the last two teams getting there uh, oh yeah one thing I want to mention you talked about the car like later on people are going to get navigating in the car I was so confused when I saw Derek and Claire in the car I was like what's going on because I don't remember them mentioning in the clue like get the car or something they just said mm -hmm. go here and I was like, did they just steal a car? I was so confused. I was like, Grand Theft Auto on The Amazing Race? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I felt similar. So that they so they may have just not mentioned it, but I was like, oh, they're in cars. And also they're in, like, fancy cars. Like, them in, like, these convertibles with such, like, a 180 from them, like, cycling around on the bikes. Yeah, it was, like, such whiplash of, like, I, I just didn't understand. I was like so thrown out. I had, like, had to go back and rewatch it. I was like, what? But yeah, um, Emily, Molly, and Marcus and Michael stuck at the, the detour, kind of similar to how they ended the first part of the Mega Lake last time. At this point, it kind of feels like it's going to be between them. 
Um, but last mega leg, it sort of swapped where like one of the teams in danger wasn't in danger halfway through the episode. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. Um, but we're pulling for our girls there. Yeah, I hope there's plenty of chances to catch up. And I hope the challenges just lend themselves to Emily and Molly's strengths. Um because I, I knew I liked them and was invested, but it was just like the moment when they like cycled past the cube that like I I was like oh no I'm really invested in them like because I was so like upset when like they missed that, um, and yeah I'm I'm a bit concerned. Yeah, we 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 said that this episode was coming eventually, mm. um, and unfortunately it came came on a mega leg. Yes. Or maybe yes. It, fortunately it came on a mega leg, so there's more chance to re uh, you know catch up. That's true. It would have just been nice for them to get out of the detail before Marcus and, Marcus and Michael got there. Yeah, it's so hard to to judge. Um, but Michael and Marcus are so much, they're faster. There's mm. even that moment in the episode where one of them, I forget which one was saying it, but was like, uh, it came down to a foot race. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's mean to say, but we win. Like, it was slightly weird, but like, valid point. Like, they would win. Mm. in some any physical competition like head on head yes i'm kind of i, I suppose i'm a, a little bit optimistic that now they've gone back to cars not that i trust emily and molly's navigation skills uh especially over like marcus and michael but um yeah i would have been i suppose more worried if we were still on bikes for the entire leg because they made so many comments marcus and michael about how we can catch people on the bikes like this is where we make up time um, so I'm glad they've they've ditched that for the second half by the looks. Yeah, it's definitely a situation of like, is this in the edit because it's like you just gotta edit excitement in the episode of like they gotta catch up. Like we can't just have a, a assumed elimination at this point. Mm. Or is it like in the edit because it's gonna manifest? Like, is are they gonna overtake the 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 two of them in some sort of physical challenge? That's the the, the question of what's gonna happen moving forward. Mm. Um, and how big the gap is between those first three teams and the two of them. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, this is re really similar to how the last um, Mega League ended. Where like mm. Everyone was driving except the last two teams, or the last team, I think. I think it was just um, mm. Lenda and Lubamba at the, at the challenge. So, but yeah, similar situation. So it, uh, it does look at this stage like Marcus and Michael or Emily and Molly will be going home. But like we always say, there's always a challenge that could come up that just screws someone and, and they're out mm. of luck. So This is when we need a place that's shut. It doesn't open till the morning. <laughs> Except they planned it well and it looks like mm. it's the middle of the day. Because mm -hmm. they talked about it being very hot. So I can't imagine that it was closer to the evening. Yeah. No, I, th I think with the mega legs, it, it feels like they've kind of plan them out i suppose a bit better and steer away from that happening and we can't let our bias overtake bad yeah. bad design so yeah yeah i hope you're you're hopeful for emily and molly to pull it out yeah what do you what, what mean, are their odds what do you think their odds are like i feel like it's like 70 30 i almost want to say like 70 percent chance of them going 30 percent chance of them staying so i'm pretty low on it but i feel like there's like a little bit of hope yeah, that it's, feels it's fair. that thing again. It's that edit, that edit thing of like, are they showing this because you know it's gonna like put them out of the race? Are they showing this because they couldn't avoid showing it, or are they showing this because you know it's it's hashtag winners edit? 
yeah, the winner's edit that we talk yeah. about so much. This, this amazing race, Edgic, that <laughs> OTTP, they're, they're going to take this title out. Yeah, maybe it's a, um invisible edit for the winners, Aubrey and David. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. get them. Their content spike in the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's so hard to judge with the amazing race. There is really no clear yeah. edit to win it's yeah it's it's less formulaic than survivor yeah and even the the front runners can get taken out mm. like so easily i feel like we talked about like dusty and ryan last season being the front runners but then they like dipped and then they just couldn't catch up again so it's definitely a, a tough situation to be in for one of our favorite teams um yeah i mean i'm definitely excited for next episode i i have promised this was not like 10 out of 10 episode but it definitely kept me invested to watch to, to watch next episode i was gonna watch anyway but <clears throat> i'm definitely excited to watch next one and, and see where they go and what they do yeah i think i've mentioned before it's just nice to have a um i just feel like everybody left is is like a, a strong team in their own right and even like aubrey and david now are kind of coming into their own and like doing well granted with help from uh derek and claire um which might serve them well further down the track if they do get a helping hand back um but yeah it just feels like any of these teams really could could take like the title out yeah for sure definitely have five strong teams here um i forgot to mention that what do you think of that i was like a little unsure of what to think about in the moment um how do you feel about this helping really late in the game like and you know that there's no mm-hmm. not eliminations, so like, it's yeah, gonna, I, it's it's tricky. Like I, I I'm usually on board with his strategies, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I would have done it. Um, just given how many teams are left, um, and yes, they're at the front of the pack, I suppose, but it's, the gaps just don't seem like big enough to to be doing that. Um. And granted, like, they would have figured it out. I don't think it would have set them back that much time. So probably maybe it is worthwhile just giving them the heads up for, you know, what's what's three minutes ahead of them moving forward. But, um, yeah, me personally, I wouldn't have done it, especially, like, given that we're not getting, like, U-turns or this, that, whatever else. Like, it feels like there's less strategy in making friends and with, like, no, yeah, non-elimination legs as well. It's kind of less, yeah. Yeah, this I was just conf- a strategy to be doing that. Because yeah, I was confused just in the sense of like, at this stage of the game, no one's going to be like, like the social game, you're not going to be like messed up socially because, you know, we're at the final five. Like no one's going to be mad that you didn't help them on the challenge. Mm. So like that just threw me off a little bit. Um, But like at first I was concerned. I was like, why are you helping a team? And then it was like in the confessional from Aubrey and David, we got like them directly saying that they would owe them or help them out in some mm-hmm. way. So like, we're I feel like we're definitely going to see some payoff, whether it's next episode or, or the ones after. Um, but it's definitely it definitely mattered to them. So we'll see. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, I, I suppose as well. It's picking the right team to help. Um, yeah, my, Michael and, Marcus and, yes. would never have re responded as the same. No. Way. No, I think too. Like this is probably out of all the teams, the most likely to probably help you back at some stage. 
but also I feel like the most likely to be towards the back of the pack <laughs> fighting to, to stay in it. I'm sort of like now talking myself into being a good strategy because um, this challenge was like a six minute challenge like we talked about. So they're like saving this team like a few minutes of time and they might get paid up back later with like half an hour worth of time. Mm. So like it may pay off well in their favor depending on what the challenge or the situation is. Yeah. I, yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a terrible move. I wouldn't do it personally, but it's, it's yeah, it is yeah. very late to be helping other teams. We'll see. Derek's been pulling a whole bunch of strategies this season, so we'll have to mm. see how this one play, uh, plays out. Uh, but like we said a few episodes ago, Derek and Claire were like, uh, Derek said like, hey, follow us this way. We know which way we're going in the car. And Aubrey and David just followed. Like mm-hmm. they seem to have this like willingness to trust them. So. Uh, we'll see how it pays off, but I thought I thought that was definitely an interesting ca- catch catch you by surprise kind of moment. Yeah, we but, had the mine five. Now we've got the fish two. The mine. Five. Oh yes, <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? Uh, yeah, uh, we got to read this episode. So what did you what did you think? What would you give it? I think this is a rent. I think, like, just off that first challenge alone was so good. The the bikes were good as well. And even, like, the detours, not, like, the best, most exciting television, but I feel like there was enough good points and they were different enough for it to work out. So I think overall, in terms of, like, a, a leg standpoint and production standpoint, I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm agree. This was a really enjoyable, fun episode. I'm going to rent it. Um, like, yeah, it kind of fizzled a little bit toward the end. Uh, and like it's never fun to end on a to be continued um even a continue racing is slightly more exciting than a to be mm. continued unless it's like a to be continued and there's like a really dramatic moment or something um this was not earth shattering uh, television to end on so no this was not somebody like falling off a bike or having like a breakdown this was like, like a couple medic, of fish medic, dropped on the floor you know yeah um the, the, yeah this is it is a hard to end on this moment. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for next episode. Even though like the ending wasn't stellar, it, it definitely keeps you going for the next one. Um, yeah, this was fun. I had a lot of fun talking about it. It was a great, great, enjoyable episode. And uh, unfortunately, Colin couldn't make it again. Slacking off. I wonder how many episodes behind he is now. <laughs> Six, seven, who knows. Well, he doesn't have to watch this one because it's continue racing, so you can just skip this and go to the next yeah, one. Wait for the preview on the next episode. Mm-hmm. That we'll see. Um, well, yeah, thank you so much for joining us yet again. No worries, it's been fun. Yep, and we'll be back next week for part two of this exciting fish-filled megalith. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.